Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Fresh Fit Podcast. We're joined by Bricks Fitness. What up, what up, hey. what up? Hey. Let's get into it. We got a great show. Hey, what's up, guys? We're back. Welcome to the Fresh Fit Podcast, man. We're joined by Bricks Fitness. Before we get into the show, guys, quick announcements. Patreon.com slash Fresh Fit, where you guys can see all the exclusive behind-the-scenes content. You guys want to see us kicking out annoying girls. Zoom calls where we talk about making money, real estate investing, cryptocurrency, getting in shape, becoming a better man in general. Credit cards. Everything, guys, when it comes to improving yourself as a man. Also, check us out on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Listen to us on every single platform they listen to your podcasts on. Just but, uh, put yeah. some headphones in because please put fired. some headphones in, guys. Because we had some guys, uh, <laughs> we had one guy just recently DM us and say, Hey, man, I didn't even ha- I had my headphones in and they saw me watching the show and I got called in by HR. And I was like, Oh, damn, okay, so now you guys need a screen protector as well that has privacy on it so that people can't see it from the side. So, uh, yeah, guys, we're uh, we're the, we're the bad guys, you know what I'm saying, right now. So, we're the <laughs> Vincent man of the world. So, do not let people know you're listening to us at work, especially if you work in a job where uh, there's an HR department. The problem, Charles. Yeah, facts. Uh, and then also, guys, uh, FreshFitPodcastStore.com, where you guys can get all the gear. You get the hoodies, T-shirts, even the Legacy T-shirts, Unplugged Fitness. Um, <clears throat> you can get the, uh, for example, Ninja Watchers, all of our shirts on there, Frank Castles, all that stuff like. is on there. Feel like shirts, FreshFitPodcastStore.com. And then Fresh has a vlog channel. So, guys, for behind the scenes of my life, Trey's life, Chris, and also Myron's, check it out. I'll be going on travels, uh, sometimes dates uh, with some girls, uh, some behind the scenes. So check it out. Yep. Check us out over there, guys. You get to see a lot of the behind the scenes stuff as well. That is safe for YouTube. Patreon has the unsafe stuff. And then also, guys, we're streaming live to Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash freshfitpodcast, where you guys can also check us out in 1080p. Much better quality over there. I ain't going to lie. But, hey, man, shout out to Twitch. Yep. And then uh, also, check us out on Instagram, guys. New Instagram account, freshfitpodcast.com. Follow us there. I got some good news this morning. We're going to probably get back our old account that was hacked fairly soon. Yeah, yeah. Fresh and Fit Miami. I think yours is back, though. Yeah, mine is mine. Ooh. Yeah, my account is back, guys. My first first account that got banned, unplugged, filled with two Ts. Uh, sorry, with one T. That one is back. So, uh, one yeah. T? Yeah, with the one T, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it got, that, that got banned like six months ago. So, uh, anyway, it is what it is. Uh, any other announcements? And then also, guys, get the free ebook, Unplugging the Matrix of Fitness and Game, guys. Uh, as you guys know, we talk about a lot of controversial things. Who knows? We might get canceled any day. You guys want to continue to get content from us and, you know, updates and everything else like that. Check us out and also get the free book where I talk about uh, getting in shape, becoming a 3% man, and just becoming better in general and the importance of doing it in today's contemporary dating marketplace. Thanks. So uh, with that said, uh, man, Bricks, welcome to the show, man. What's the deal, What's the deal? Look at Miami, man. Welcome to Miami. Yo, I love this city. <laughs> it's lit, right? You ain't go, you don't want to leave. Every time I come here, I'm like, yo, I, I have to I have to move here. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. 
We'll see. Well, definitely South Beach is not not a move though. No, 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 yeah. not South Beach. But yeah, this is my first. I was telling you yesterday, fresh. This is my first time experiencing the real Miami. Yes, right? I'm always on South Beach whenever I come here. Yes, right. So yeah, and nah. we tell people all the time, like, yo, my, South there. Beach is not Miami. And uh, but for the people that don't know, because we could definitely chop up the differences between Miami, New York, Virginia, California, mm -hmm. everything else like that. Because you've been all over the place. Yeah. Um. Can you uh, introduce the people to you for those that are not aware? We know who you are. Yeah. You know, we watch your stuff, but can you tell the people? Yeah, so my name is Bricks. I'm I'm from Brownsville, Brooklyn. I guess I'm a YouTuber. I, you know, I've I've gotten to the place where I started, you know, adopting or being uh, accepting that title. Uh, I'm a fitness professional. I lost 160 pounds about seven years ago. Uh, I changed my life physically, mentally, spiritually, and I documented the journey on social media. Mm -hmm. and, and now it's my mission to share everything I learned during that process with men with women, with whoever is trying to be better. And uh, that's and we're going to pull a picture of your transformation. So these people see, yeah, let's go ahead. Chris, I'm going to send it to you here in a second. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Nah, but that's, that's pretty much who I am and what I do, man. Day in, day out, day out. Straight up. Okay. What uh, got you into doing like YouTube itself? So I've always been real big on documenting things. Mm -hmm. So when I started my weight loss journey in 2013, this was prior to an, any thought of YouTube, I started documenting. You know, I, I have footage from my very first workout. I have footage from the very first time I went food shopping. Damn. I have footage of me trying on jeans that couldn't fit anymore. I would do this weekly thing where I would set the camera up. I would turn around. So I had, I had this catalog of old footage that I planned uh, eventually to do a documentary with. Mm. Um, but after I lost the weight, because I, I didn't start YouTube until after I lost all the weight. I want to say this real quick, just so we can backtrack real quick, because I want the people to hear a story that what yeah. led to this. So okay. so you grew up in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. And in, in, in Brownsville. Brownsville. What was that Brooklyn. like growing up? So Brownsville, Brooklyn, I don't know if you guys are familiar. It, it's one of the worst neighborhoods in New oh, York I'm City. I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. So Brownsville, it was it was tough. I mean, I was involved in gangs. You know, there was a there was a lot of. I grew up in a toxic environment yeah. inside my home, outside my home. A lot of you know drugs and murders and it's the hood. Yeah, right. like the hood. hood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Aaron. That 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 that's what I woke up to every mm -hmm. every every morning. So and this was, were you there in the nineties? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because you're how old for the people? So I'm thirty seven. You're thirty seven. Okay, I'm so 37. I'm, I'm thirty one. So because I, I was born in Brooklyn myself uh, in the, in the nineties and I lived there through my childhood, but it was a bad time. So you were there. And one of the worst times you were there. For that was before gentrification yes. and all that shit. Yeah, yes. yeah, absolutely. So, so the Brooklyn today, I don't even know that Brooklyn to be honest. Yep. You know, I, I grew up in the '90s. So, anyway, a lot of people think Brooklyn is like, oh, it's a hipsterville now. Nah. It's changed. It's like Harlem. It's like, no, bro. Nah, like, nah, nah. there's still. I mean, Brownsville still hasn't turned over yet. Oh, no, nah, not nah. Brownsville hasn't been gentrified yet, but yeah. it's it's started. It's coming. Yeah, it's starting. They're already starting to take over Flatbush right now. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. So. But yeah, Brooklyn has changed a lot. But anyway, so I'm from the real Brooklyn, mm -hmm. the Brooklyn that Jay and Big rapped about. That's that's the Brooklyn I'm from. So you were involved with the streets and yeah. then um, you decided. So like, is that where I guess was it poor eating habits, not really prioritizing your health? You know, you were eating too much chopped cheese on the street. Like what, what led to <laughs> what led to getting uh, overweight and making, I guess, all these bad decisions? Well, my mom worked a lot. So okay. if it took more than 15 minutes to prepare it, mm -hmm. we didn't eat it. So mm -hmm. I, I grew up eating a lot of Kraft macaroni and cheese, ramen noodles, rice aroni, right? These high sodium, quick fix foods. Oh, wow. And and we, we weren't dirt poor, but 
you know, we definitely were on a, a strict budget. So, you know, combine the lack of time with the lack of resources, that's our diet. And if you went to the bodega when I grew up, you couldn't even find a banana, mm-hmm. let alone any healthy options. Yes. So I had no clue. I was oblivious to what healthy eating was. People, at all. people forget that, like, you know, we're a little bit older, like being healthy and getting in shape and all other stuff. It didn't really hit mainstream until later on with the explosion of social media, guys. Yeah, like it was sure. people were not like getting in shape like that uh, back then. And then you were there in the 90s. What this is. This is prior to Rudy Giuliani coming in and cleaning it up. Or yep. it was it was right around that time. So May, yeah, Mayor Dinkins was yep. the, was the mayor. You know, when I was a kid, it was it was before Giuliani for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that was when Brooklyn, because because my dad was a cab driver in Brooklyn, man, and and uh, yeah, he got robbed. He got um, you, you know, he's been assaulted. He got ran over before. So uh, New York City was no joke in the eighties and nineties, guys. You know what I'm saying? For like sure. all, the top, all the top drug dealers were in in New York City at the time. You know, all the guys that they make the movies about, mm-hmm. Painful, etc. All New York uh, gangsters. So when you were in school, did they make fun of you when you were like a certain size or no? I mean, I I, I was involved in the gangs, so I, I didn't have anybody picking. I wasn't a bully. Let me let me put that out there. Okay. I wasn't a bully, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't have I didn't have people picking on me. No, mm-hmm. I, I used to put hands on niggas. You, you're not going to make fun of me. I think that's something that a lot of people don't know is that that Brooklyn is definitely gang affiliated. They think, oh, well, it's not it's like Compton is like, no, bro, there's not. There's still. Blood sets, crib sets, all that. You know, it's not the same as like the West where it's as polarized, but like they have, you know, I mean, if you want to bring it to contemporary time, I'm a fan of, you know, Brooklyn Drill myself. So like you got the Woos and Chews, right? Facts. You know, you got the Pop Smoke Squad, then you got the 22G Squad, right? And I've, I listen to both. I like both. But, um, you know, it's crazy to see that even back then it was still. It was, w- I think it was, it was way more prominent back then. Oh, really? Okay. Hell yeah. Even more than now. Yeah. Listen, back, back in the 90s, like my mom, she didn't let us sit. If we got on the train, mm-hmm. we couldn't sit by the door because uh. <laughs> the bloods were cutting people's faces for initiation. Random people. Just to get into the gang, you, you had to cut a random person's face. So there was a stream of people just getting their face sliced, just sitting next to the door on the, on the train. Damn. Yeah, it, it was like that. It was, it was crazy. It was, it was wild. Damn. Yeah. No. I. I but I let's believe... not talk about this depression shit. This is this is no. But I want the people to know like what led up to this because yeah. this is important. Because like like people think, oh yeah, was it that dangerous? No. But this was like the one of the worst times to be living in New York City, guys. You know For what I'm sure. saying? Like when Giuliani came up, that was like I remember his like main um campaign strategy was we're gonna clean up new york he, he was the guy that was responsible for you know putting a lot of police officers out there with the you know the stop and frisk and you know mm-hmm. being more police presence mm-hmm. having more police officers on the beat making them walk the streets more hiring a bunch of new police officers so prior to that guys it was a very dangerous place to be so um okay so cool so you were so bad decisions eating the chopped cheese government cheese yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. and uh and then it was like i guess because nutrition wasn't pushed like that so and single mom, you said, right? Yeah. So so okay. my I had a stepdad, uh, but he wasn't really around. Let's say that my my real father wasn't around, and so I I would say it was a single parent household for sure. Okay. Yeah. And then um, you ended up getting knocked up, hit, like going to jail for a bit. Uh, how locked much? up, not knocked, knocked up. up. <laughs> no, sorry, I mean locked up. Yeah, you got caught up. Caught up. Caught up. Caught up. Caught up. You got pause, caught up. My bad. Pause. 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 My bad. Uh, <laughs> so um, you ended up getting um locked up. Uh, how much time did you end up doing? Well, so I, I caught a felony after I graduated college, which oh, is, is back, which is backwards, right? <laughs> so, so my, the... yeah, my felony. So I got, I mean, I got in trouble as a, uh, you know, as a juvenile, but nothing serious. So when I, I caught my, I had, it was a felony robbery charge. Okay. Right. 
long story, it, it wasn't, oh my God, I, I'm trying to rob people. It was, it was some ethics thing, right? It was about, it, it was an integrity thing. I, I guess, I, I guess I got to tell a, a part of this story. No, right feel now. Free, feel free no, no, no. Yeah. So here, here's the situation, bro. And, and whenever I tell this story, I make sure I let people know I'm not trying to justify what I did, right? What I did was absolutely wrong, but I'm, I'm, I'm real big on code. I'm real big on ethics, right? That's just, I attach you know, I move a certain way. And I think all men should move a certain way. There's, there's codes to follow. So quick, quick version of the story. I'm online for some cement, th- for the cement threes, right? Or the fours. I forgot which. Jordan, Jordan's Jordan guys he's talking about. Yeah. So I'm, on, I'm online for some J's. Retros. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's the day they're dropping. I have a photo shoot because at the time I'm, I'm doing music, right? So this is, ah, this is, this is okay. before me losing weight, right? Okay. Well, so, what year is this approximately? So people. So know. this is 2012. Okay. All this right. is 2012. Okay. I'm online for the shoes. Me and me and the me and the dude are online for four hours. We get to the front of the line. He's first in line. I'm second in line. The footlocker worker comes outside and they say, We have one pair left. It's a size 13. The next person in line who wears a size 13 can buy the shoe. Mind you, me and this dude had been chopping it up for, for four hours. I, I knew his mother's maiden name pretty much, right? This is in Brooklyn. This yeah, is no, no, no. This is in, no, this is in Virginia. Okay, right? so, you're in yeah, Virginia. So, yeah, okay. I'm in Virginia at this point. So I, I noticed that this dude wears a size nine. He lies and say, yo, I wear a size 13. And he walks in the store. And I'm looking at him like, bro, are you really about to do this? Like, he said the next person who wears a 13, which is me, that's mm-hmm. my size, yep. can buy the shoe. So it's my shoe. So and I know people in the chat are probably confused, like, what the hell? Guys, d- understand that Jordans are very prone to reselling and hype beasts. Yeah, so exactly. The reason why that, and I just want to clarify, because they're probably like, well, hold this. Like, dudes do that. They buy two to three um, pairs of the same shoe and resell it purposely at double or triple the price. The Jordans he's talking about, the Cement 3s, guys, are OG sneakers yeah. that everyone wants. Yeah. Okay? Retros, retro Jordans have a lot of value. So that's that. that so you guys have some context-wise uh, to do yeah. lied. Yeah, so he, so he lied. He was going to resell. And my thing is, like, and I'm a big, at that time, I was really big into the sneaker culture. Yeah. Like, everyone listen, hates resellers. Yeah, man. exactly. Yeah, bro, I'm buying these to rock. Like, I should definitely take prior, I have priority in purchasing these shoes. Facts. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm looking at dude, like, are you really about to do this? Right. He buys the shoes. And mind you guys, I swear to my mother, if I had the cash in my pocket, because I was paying with my card, yeah. if I had the cash in my pocket, I would have threw the cash down as I took them from him, right? So he came out the store. I snatched the shoes from him, and I threw them in my car, and I and I left. They get it on camera. It's a felony robbery, and two weeks later, I'm on the news. Damn, wanted felony robbery because at the at the time there were a lot of people getting killed over sneakers. Yeah. So the so the police, especially in Virginia. There's not much going on in Virginia. I mean, shit, it, it is, but they made a big deal out of it. Yeah, right. If it happened in Brooklyn. It would have been another day. It, it probably it wouldn't have made. It would have never made the news. <laughs> yeah, that no, happened in Brooklyn. Yeah, that would have never made the news. Cost up, but it could have done. You know yeah. So, so, so I end up getting locked up. I ended up not having to do time, right? But this, the the judge looked me in my face, Myron, and he said, "I don't even have to put you to jail. Put you in jail. Your life is over." Your your life is over. Everything you've worked for up until this point is over. I don't need to put you in jail. And and he said this was his first time ever put not putting someone in jail for a felony robbery. But when I tell y'all 
that was the worst and the best thing to ever fucking happen to me. Mm. It was the wake up call that I needed because prior to that, listen, again, I wasn't a bully, but I, I was very short tempered and I didn't think about things in the moment. Right. I would, I would react. I would punch people. I would do stupid shit because that was dumb. Let me go on record right now and say it. What I did was dumb. It was absolutely dumb. And, and, but I see where you're coming from. It was know, I, I, I was a sneakerhead too. Yeah. Like, so I, I get it. Like, like, yo, you wait in line to get the J's. This is before like, you know, being able to order the J's online and all this stuff. Like you had a lot of the time for exclusives like that, you had to pull up at the store and get them right there. And then yeah. seven in the morning, right before wake up, line form, forming. It was crazy. A bunch of hype beasts in there trying to get the shoes. And you wear a rare size. We don't mm-hmm. notice. Uh, again, I, I'm just, I see where you come from because I wear a size 13 too. Mm-hmm. I collect Jordans mm-hmm. as well back in the day. That's a hard size to find. Absolutely. And every store carries maybe one to two mm-hmm. pairs of it, period. And the fact that this dude wears a nine mm-hmm. trying to take it. Yeah. How long were you in line for? Five hours. Damn, bro. Yeah. We were we were in line from 4 a.m. The store opened at nine. Right. So yeah, bro. And it, and that's that I don't mean I get they, it. Are they still doing the line thing nowadays? Uh, so, some people still it depends on some the sneakers. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I I'm out the like sneaker Yeezys, game now. But... Um shit like that. I wish Trey were here. Trey would know a little bit more. But yeah, I mean, yeah. like, yeah, bro. Like, those are shit like that. Like, dudes are going to fight because everyone hates resellers with a passion in the sneaker community, bro. Exactly. But, but now they, they they do like a two shoe minimum. I'm sorry, mm. uh, maximum. So, mm. so you can't buy more than two shoes. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, real quick, super chats. Um, okay. So, uh, see, I told y'all this is going to be a fire interview. Um, okay. Um, we got Dirty Soup, 426, five hours, super sticker. Thank you so much. Thank Appreciate you. that. We got um, Myron Five Cap OG. Myron is Randy Orton and Fresh is Mark Henry. Okay, thank you. Uh, Myron Five Cap OG again. The demon going to have to apply to McDonald's now. <laughs> These dudes. Now nah, she's good, doing good, bro. She working at one of the most popping clubs. Uh, Dirty Soup Four Two Six. My boy Myron and my boy Fresh. I love you guys. Keep doing what y'all doing. This is Chestnut Checkers. Absolutely. Thank you. Cold World Ten Hours. Only fans bans adult content October first. Women will be looking real crazy now. All these girl, those girls you had on your show making all this money. Hope they saved it. Love yourself, Fresh and Fit. Don't worry, we got some beautiful ladies coming in tonight. Yep. We're gonna talk about that, guys. Yep. At seven. Tonight, Mr. Wapo Sapo, five dollars. You vatos work harder than everyone out here. Orale. Hey, shout brother. out to you, man. Guy on that way. Uh, okay, and then Legends of Society Seven, my brother Myron and Walter. This is a learning lesson. Stay humble. I have no doubt. Y'all climb back up the ladder. What's up, guys? Myron Gaines here, one half of the Fresh Fit Podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, guys, Anchor is totally free. You don't need to spend your own money. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I know y'all still real. Uh, There's still the real 305Gs. Fresh made sure you get them hands up. All right, man. Uh, Bricks was a huge, and this is from uh, OS320. Bricks was a huge motivation. Helped me big time during my fitness journey. Shout out to him and the Fresh Fit crew ready for this fire collab. Fuck the haters. Stay focused. Keep grinding. Absolutely, bro. We're just going to keep pumping out the content. One, two, three. I'm dead. Hang, hang, hang. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Chris, one more time. So, okay. So, so, uh, you, so you hit this turning point, right? Mm-hmm. So you never did uh, jail time for that. He, he just, what, what was he saying? Like probation? I had or to do, I had to, <laughs> I, service. Yeah, I had to do five years probation. And that's a whole nother story. But yeah, let's, yeah, let's move on. I had yeah. to do five years probation. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, <clears throat> so how did you bounce back from that? All right. So, so this is, this was the proverbial rock bottom moment for me. Okay. Right. Because 
like I mentioned, I had just graduated college. Right. I had just gotten a, a decent job. Right. What What did you have? Uh, what was your major in college? Sorry. Psychology. Psychology. Okay. Yeah. So I got a I got a bachelor's degree in psychology. And uh, yeah, because I was the only Crip nigga on the honor roll. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, threw, I, I threw C's, but I made B's. You feel me? <laughs> anyway, so 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 oh, I had a, I had a, I had a decent job. I was um, a therapeutic mentor. Right. Yeah. I, I worked in the mental health space and I lost my job. I have recently gotten a divorce from my kid's mom. So that pretty much sealed the deal, right? So I, once you got that 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 yeah, charge, they 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 got yeah, rid of I, lo I lost my job, I lost my car, right? Because I, I had to default on my payments. Damn. I lost my 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 wife and my family at the same time. You feel me? My my kid's mom started dating a, another dude around this time, you know. So I felt like my whole entire life had been snatched away from me. Most most people would end the date right there and then. And that's what I was feeling. I was in this dark place, bro. Like I was depressed. I was experiencing extreme anxiety. You know, I wanted to end it. Like I wanted to take my own life, bro. I had several nights, those dark nights of the soul where I really contemplated taking my own life, bro. Man. Yeah. And, and from that place, I felt like I had to do something to fucking take control of my life. I had to do something. I'm fat as hell. Right. At the time, the doctor is telling me, you know, you're one Krispy Kreme donut away from having diabetes. They, they try to put me on blood, uh, blood pressure medication. Right. Mm -hmm. So all of this is happening. My health is deteriorating. Right. I'm just feeling I'm feeling shitty as hell, physically, mentally, spiritually. And I'm thinking, OK, what can I do to take control of my life? How big were you back then as far as weight? I was 350. All right, so put it like this. The scale went up to 350. When I got on the scale, it, it gave me an error message. So I don't Damn. even know. I don't even know how much I fucking weighed. I could have been 375 for all I know. I was I was big as hell. Holy crap. Talk yeah. about a dark place, man. Yeah, yeah. I was, it was a, lost it was your a, job. Lost your family. 350 pounds. Health is deteriorating. Convicted felon now. Yep. Can't get a job. People that don't know, once you're a convicted felon, it's a death sentence, man, for getting it's a, a regular job. It's a wrap. Yeah, Bro, and then your girl to just find another dude. That's yeah, she, crazy. and she started. She starts dating a fit dude, right? Uh, you know what I'm saying? With a good job. Damn. You know, at the time he's making more money than me. He's da da da. And it was a dude that I knew. Anyway, that's a whole oh nother subject. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it was just a messy situation for me. Yeah. Bro, it, it it was just messy. Is not even the word, man. It was just dark, and I was just ready to end it all. And um, I'm like, okay. Where can I put my energy, right? That, it, it, what place can I put my energy that can uh, essentially fix everything? <clears throat> so I decided to, to transform my body. You know, after I fought past the, those demons that were trying to tell me to take my own life. And if it wasn't for my children, bro, dead ass, I, I don't think I would be sitting here right now. I, I don't think I would have had the strength to crawl out of that fucking dark hole. Damn. I was in a dark hole, bro. So yeah, so fitness was was the thing that I clung on to for dear life in hopes that it would help me crawl out of this dark place. And that's exactly what it did. Yeah. That's fucking real shit right there, man. Yeah, man. That's why I wanted the people to hear that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. Because I don't want them to think like, oh, just another buff nigga, good genetics, and you got in shape and all that. Like, no, mm -hmm. man. Like, there's Came some the serious bottom. adversity here, bro. Yeah. Um, right, real quick. Okay. Because uh, uh, people are really feeling this story, man. Yeah. Um. Okay, Michael Webb, that's crazy. My dad was a cab driver too in NYC who was murdered in Brooklyn, gunshot. Yeah, bro. My dad got man, yo, <laughs> Brooklyn in the 80s and 90s was was crazy, bro. 
Uh, Zone West, uh, I'm, my condolences to you and your family. Zone West, keep up uh, with the quality content, guys. Much love from Los Angeles. Shout out to LA. Shout out to our boy AD, No Jumper, Adam22, all of them OG, out there on the West Coast. Him. Anthony Bostic. Subway finna have hella applications. Shout out to Kevin Sammons. Thank you. King Strick, I live in the Bronx on the two line, and I can tell you personally that New York is still like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. King's uh, Capone. G- uh, King's Capone, yeah. The Bronx still hasn't been gentrified yet. That's <laughs> like the last stronghold. Uh, King's Capone, all the way from Great Brand 10, super sticker. Thank you. T.O. Waff. Yay. Shout out to our chat. Theo Waff, I'm losing my weight. Keep on talking. Yeah, Theo, hit me up later after the show. Black Wolf Inc. Five Hours, I was there too, bro. I was legit ready to jump off the bridge by the port of Miami in 2015. Damn. God is always there when you don't want anyone there. And guys, this is why we make the content that we make. Someone left a comment yesterday on one of our uh, on our video with the with the ladies and said, "Yo, guys, don't ever stop what you're doing." Um, thank you, by the way, Chris. Uh, don't ever stop what you're doing. Um, we we need this type of content. Y'all kept me from from deleting myself. And mm-hmm. that right there, bro, you guys don't understand. That's the motive. That that's what makes me go to the gym five, six in the morning after we do a show and I, and I haven't slept, you know what I'm saying? Setting up the studio, giving you guys the best content because the storm will pass. You know what I'm saying? It's about, are we going to let, let it pass and, you know, dance in the rain or cry about it? You know what yep. I'm saying? So, uh, so guys, yeah, this is why this type of stuff is so important. That story um, though, bro, like even for myself, like now the last piece for me is fitness, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, bro, being in the gym, feeling good about myself is way better than me thinking, you know what? I can do external things to make myself happy. Mm-hmm. But knowing that, you know what? Any road might be better if I work on my fitness. It's powerful, man. So you're right. 100%. So, um, so let's talk about how you did it. So, uh, you're in this rock bottom. You you want to get in shape. Uh, you, you you know you see your life crumbling around you. You want to take control because fitness, I've always said, is the one thing that you can control. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 100%. So, um, so what did you start doing? Did you start lifting weights? Did you start running? How'd you get about this? Change your diet? What, what did you do? I was really extreme, and I tell people not to do what I did. Right. I was in a very unique situation, you know, where it was do or die for me. Mm-hmm. And I threw all the food out in my house. I had a South Beach. Uh, oh, damn. The irony of that. <laughs> I have I have I had a South Beach diet book in my house. Don't know where the fuck it came from. Right. Mm. And I just followed what that book said. It just, it could have been any book. Mm. I would have just done whatever it said it, 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 to do. Right. So I, there was a grocery list in there. I bought the, the, the groceries that was on that list and I just started. I that that was the thing. I had struggled with my weight for years, bro. Like I'd been trying to lose weight for probably 10 years, failing. I was doing the Atkins diet. I was doing the soup diet. I was bro, I did every diet under the sun. This time I'm like, okay, let me try this the South Beach shit. And and from then I just experimented with different nutrition. And as far as exercise, you know, I, I would I would lift weights, right? I would just, you know, I would get in the gym. I would look up YouTube videos. At the time, my, my homeboy, he he had just started his own little private uh gym, like a, out of like a storage unit type type deal. Mm-hmm. I would work out with him. He would like teach me some things, and then I would do a bunch of research. Uh bro, I, I did so much research. I did I, all I did was research. Like I was obsessed. I would read every book. I got my hands on every magazine, men's men's health. Any any piece of literature that taught about that talked about health and fitness, nutrition, exercise, I devoured it. Mm. And 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 I, I would just I would just try things, bro. I would do a lot of experimenting. And that's that's and I still do that to this day. Mm. And for the people that aren't aware, South Beach diet is basically a low to no carb diet. Is, yeah, is pretty much. It is. It's, it's basically like kind of it's it's a, it's, a, it's an Atkins diet, keto diet. They're keto. all very similar, like low to no carb. Mm. Um 
So, okay, so you started exercising, and this is uh, this is what year now? This is what, 2013? 2013. Okay. Yep. And then you said, uh, we're, like we are discussing before, so you started documenting everything. At, at this point, were you like, I'm going to make a YouTube channel, or were you doing just personally documenting it just for your own records? I remember it like it was yesterday, bro. March 1st, 2013. I woke up, and I felt something snap. Like, I don't know what it was, but... I just decided that I was sick and tired of being the person that I was at that up, up until that point. I was no longer going to be that person. So I felt something snap. And then I just had this idea to make sure I document it because I, I already had the vision for, for my body, bro. I had the vision. It was clear as day. And I pull out a camera, bro. And I, and I just I told myself this, this, everything that I'm living right now, it felt histor historic for me, for my life. Yeah. So I just started documenting. I, there was no thoughts of YouTube at the time. I just felt that that I was going to do something amazing, right? I, I felt it in my spirit. And I said, yo, I need to document this. So I started documenting it. It was going to be for a documentary. But YouTube, the thought of YouTube didn't happen until 2016, right? So at, at first, it was just for me to personally document things. But I've always kind of been that type of so person. So was your first workout March 1st, 2013? That was your my, first That workout? was my first workout. My first workout was March first, twenty thirteen, and, awesome. and I re I remember it like it was like it was yesterday, and I got video footage of of that very first workout. Were you watching uh, YouTube fitness videos and around that time? You nah, okay. no, no, no. I had nothing. I had no idea. You were just reading magazines and all yeah, that. magazines and books, and that was it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, here is the before and after. Yeah, this is the before and after right here, guys. We're going to show you of uh, so photo on the left that was taken in what I'm assuming 2013, 2012. Yeah, well, that was yeah, that was probably like 2011. That photo, okay, on the left, yeah. and then the one on the right is uh, from 20. That's yeah, yeah, that's 2016. That's crazy, bro. Yep, 2016. <clears throat> that's a five year transformation between the two, man. Fantastic. So, so, so the, the before picture, I was 350 plus. And that after picture, I was 207. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. No, that's awesome, guys. If that's not motivation right there, man, that's... Hey, hey. man. I'm motivated as hell right now. God damn. Yo, fresh, you could do it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Because here's the thing about people who are successful in every other areas of your life. Mm -hmm. you, you are hardwired. You just got to transfer that energy that you put into being successful with everything else into yourself. You just got to transfer the energy. You already have the you already have what it takes. You know the principles because all this, the principles apply. The same principles that built this successful podcast is the same principles that will build your successful sexy ass body, bro. Pause. You know I me? Mean? <laughs> yeah. No, no bullshit. It's yeah. it's the same no. thing, bro. You just gotta transfer that energy. No, it's facts. No, it's facts. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's all it, the the mindset creates everything. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a winner's mindset is a winner's mindset regardless yep. of the arena that he's in. Straight whether up. it's a boardroom, whether it's a gym, whether it's you know, wherever it is, it, that that tenacity extends far beyond. That's why I'm such a fan of fitness, because you're able to take that discipline that you get from fitness, conquer yourself, get yourself right. And then from there, you take that mindset and apply it to other endeavors in life. And it's, uh, it's the foundation, basically. How you do anything is how you do everything. everything. So, so 2016 hits. Um, You get the idea. Right, so did you find another job in, in this time or were you unemployed or were you doing other things to make ends meet? I yeah, guess, nah, that's I, I had to go back to the streets. OK, you went back. OK, yeah. So by default, I didn't want to, you know, obviously um, at that point I had decided not to because, I mean, 
I wanted to go. I went to college and, and I graduated college and I had a good job. But at that point, bro, I got two kids. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so and that's all I knew. That's that's the default. Oh shit! Support. Got it. Got to hit the streets. So, uh, 2013 from 2016. You know, you're doing your thing. You got you got to make the money. Um, and then 2016 is that that's when you started YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- can you tell us about that? How you started up? What like what motivated you or inspired you to start the YouTube channel? Yeah. So, I lost most of the weight. The first year, year and a half, right? So 2014, that's when I decided to start um, studying for my personal training certification, right? So what cert did you end up getting? NASM. NASM. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got good, the yeah. I got the NASM cert. Um, so 2015, I get certified, and I'm building clientele. I'm living in LA at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. All so right. I, I lived. I moved to I moved to LA in 2014. Okay. So Brooklyn to Virginia. You catch the case in Virginia, move to LA. Move to LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Crazy story about that, but anyway. So I moved. I moved to LA in 2014. Uh, I get certified in 2015, and I start building up my clientele. So I, at the time, bro, I'm I'm applying at Equi- 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 Equinox. Equi- Equinox. The worst <laughs> <ever>. Equifax. <laughs> yeah, Equinox. Yeah. Credit score. So, yeah, exactly. So so, I get I get hired there. I get hired at Gold's Gym Hollywood. Right. They both pull my pull my my criminal history and then i end up not being able to keep the job right and it bro it was my dream at this point to just work i didn't i would have done it for free i just wanted to be a personal trainer bro i wanted to share what i've learned um you know during my personal journey with people right so i i couldn't get a job i ended up getting hired by a small private fitness company where i i lived in hollywood right I used to have to teach a boot camp class in Pasadena at 5 a.m. I didn't have a car, right? So I would have to take, I would have to ride a a bike to the train to a bus, right? It would take me two hours to get to Pasadena about 5 a.m. to teach one class, make 20 bucks, and then then go back home. So I would spend four hours commuting to make $20. I was hungry, bro. I wanted an opportunity to train. That, That job actually was costing me. Right. So so that was my first my first job anyway. So damn, because we're going to get to how YouTube's happened. Take your time, bro. Yeah. They, they, the people need to hear this, man. This like we'll, crazy, we'll, we'll, we'll take as long as we need for this interview, bro. They need to hear this. Like this is I appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt. So take so time. so I kind of did that for seven months. I ended up getting shout out to Jessica from from the YMCA in Koreatown. She gave me a shot, bro. I, 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 I had four interviews with different gyms. I sat down. The first thing I said is, hey, ma'am, I have a felony, but I promise you if you hire me, it will be the best thing you've ever done for this gym, right? So she gave me a shot, and I'm still super grateful to her to this day. Shout out to her, man. Yo, Jessica, yo, she she changed my life, man. She gave me a shot. So at the at the time, I'm still doing the, the boot camp classes in Pasadena. I got a boot camp class in, in Silver Lake, and then I'm, I'm doing uh, one-on-one training at the YMCA. So at the time, like I told you guys, I have a, I have two kids. My my daughter, my, my my kid's mom called me one day. She's like, "Listen, because I'm I'm doing the long distance dad thing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm flying back whenever I I can to New York to no to, to Virginia. So oh, they, 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 they were in, in Virginia, okay. yeah, yeah, because that's where we went to college. Okay, right? That's well, you how we met your girl in college. Yeah, okay. yeah. We, we met in high school, but we went to college together. Okay, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, so I had to. She she she. We had a real talk, and she's like, "Listen, your daughter needs you here." You know, she's starting to act out in school. This and the third, I need you to come back to Virginia. And I'm like, fuck, okay. You know, so I, 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 everything I had built in LA, I had to sacrifice that 
wow. move back to Virginia, right? Start over from scratch. I don't have a, I don't have a crib. I don't have a and matter of fact, the, the gym owner, <laughs> I was private. I was, I was training out of a private gym in Virginia, in Virginia beach. And this is probably the first time he's going to hear this. I was sleeping in his gym. He didn't, he, no one even knew this, but Damn. for the first, for the first three months, when I moved back to Virginia, I'm sleeping in the gym. I'm trying to rebuild my clientele and I'm, I'm doing all this. Right. So I finally get back on my feet after maybe six to eight months back in Virginia. I build up my clientele. I rent a room, I get a car and, um, at, I came back so I can be there for my kids, but you know, trainers hours, bro. Yeah. 4 a.m. till about 11 yep. and then afternoon out. So I'm missing all my kids basketball games. I'm missing recitals. I'm missing plays. And I'm like, no, this can't be it. Like this can't be it. At the time, the online coaching thing was emerging. Yeah. And I'm saying, okay, how can I build an online coaching business? Right. Because this shit is for the birds. I, I don't want to be in the gym. Like my, my passion for fitness was, was dying with that schedule. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I said, okay, how can I how can I build an online coaching program? Um, at the time, Gary V is in my ear, bro. Gary V is, is saying, yo, you want to establish yourself as an expert in the space by giving by teaching people things, right? So I didn't have money for a camera. I didn't I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know shit, Myron, at all. I didn't know anything. So I said, okay, I just I just set up my camera and I started making these cringy ass tips videos. Right. They were horrible, like <laughs> horrible. And um, slowly, you know, I, I probably made three videos, three tips, videos, terrible videos. And then someone I, I had an idea to put a transformation video together. I didn't think much about it I didn't because I didn't know what I was doing. I just kind of took some of that footage that I was telling you guys that I was mm -hmm. gathering from the beginning. Yeah, I, I, I slapped it together in like a three or four minute video. I did a voiceover, one take and I posted it. I didn't think anything about it. Right. I woke up the next day, the fucking video had like 20,000 views. And I'm like, holy shit. Cause at, at the time, none of my videos had more than 200 views. Mm. Right. This video had 20,000 views. Back in the day, that's a lot of views. Yeah. When yeah. It came back in the day, that's a lot of views. So, so this is 2016. You upload your first video. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, so I'm like, oh, okay. That this is cool. Um, and then slowly the, the video went viral. Right. Which video was it? The the transformation video, the video okay. where I'm telling my transformation story. Okay. It went viral. And then I'm and all of a sudden now I'm getting a thousand subscribers a day. Mm. Nice. And I'm like, yo, holy shit, what is happening? And these these people are asking me for certain videos. They're asking me for vlogs. I didn't even know what a vlog was, bro. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, shit. All right. This is I, I felt it. This is an opportunity. And I started doing a lot of research on the 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 culture of YouTube. At the time, bro, like I told you, I, I didn't watch YouTube. I didn't know what was going on on the on the platform. And um, I started vlogging. I taught myself how to edit. Bro, I didn't know how to turn on an SLR, let alone edit a video, right? So I, I went to YouTube University. Yeah. <laughs> I, I taught yeah. myself how to use Final Cut Pro, you know, and, and the rest is Which pretty is much history. Easy. It, 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 it wasn't easy. easy at all, man. But I had to teach my, I taught myself. I, I looked up guys. I told you this last night when we went out to eat. I looked up vlogging and I, I seen Casey Neistat. I'm like, holy shit. OG. So I'm, I'm, I'm out in the street trying to set up my camera and bro, it was, it was wild. Right. But I, I was giving the people what they wanted. I, I tried to be as consistent. I tried to give as much value as possible. Right. And, and, and now five, six years later, man, we're, we're probably going to hit a million subs this year.
and I'm going to say this, I've always said it, and I'll repeat it one more time for the people out there that don't know. Blogging is probably one of the hardest ways to grow on YouTube, man, yep. mm-hmm. because you got to film damn near every day. Mm-hmm. You got to film everything you do. You got to come up with content ideas. You got to film yourself, which like you guys got to understand when you're filming yourself and walking around the world, like people look at you like, what's wrong with you, bro? Or yeah. you can't record in here or whatever. So like you always have to be cognizant of what you're doing, man. So it's uh, it's it's a very tough way to grow, man. So anyone that I see like build up a uh, a vlog channel, I already know that they put in yeah, crazy it's a work. Grind. It's definitely it's a, a grind. huge grind, man. Yeah, and to put it out consistently. Uh, any any uh, number uh, chats here, Chris or? Yeah, one second. Okay, we'll pull up some super chats here, man. I know people are loving this story, man. Yeah, this is like um life changing, man, yeah. bro. Like if if you had an excuse to not make it in life or not working yourself, you bro, have like, every excuse, bro. That right there should shatter all your beliefs, bro. Because like that's some really hard stuff man like yeah, props to you bro for coming out of that namandi the athlete i'll always be here i don't care if you guys have 100 subs i'll always stay here you guys made me actually happen to be a man thank you bro i appreciate you, that man. Got you, man night commander five dollars i'm retired military been there after my injuries i lost uh so much respect brother much humble respect to you god is good uh a lot yeah so much yeah i lost a lot yep no thank you so much jim joe everybody deserves a chance to correct themselves that's how we learn let's not feed into the cancel culture hopefully you guys can reconcile over liquor and cigars looking back laughing at this hey man it is what it is uh uh king's capone 10 hours i remember fresh telling the story of coming from barbados and working at chick-fil-a seeing a sport car pull up and thinking why not me seeing your growth i'm looking at y'all and saying why not me also apps so fucking that's got how to. you got to look at it why not timius maximus all the way from australia ten dollars thank you so much for that super sticker the theo waff uh what says YouTube Miami and Myron uh, going to get my body right? Absolutely, bro. Uh, it's Bricks Fitness, guys. Yep. Uh, all his links are going to be below. Uh, so definitely go subscribe to his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And then we got Secret with the super sticker. Uh, keep it up with the with the emoji. Thank you so Thank much you for guys. that, man. Appreciate all the support, guys. So, um, okay. So you you upload your first video, uh, your videos, and then you get um, this video of you transforming uh, goes viral. Then what happens? <laughs> Yeah. So, so at that point, I'm like, okay, how can I capitalize off this? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, me- that's not even true to be honest, bro. It, it wasn't like, how can I capitalize? I wish I would have thought, how can I capitalize okay. on that? Because initially it was, I was super passionate about sharing everything that I know. I didn't know the business of YouTube oh, right. at the time. Right. So it was just giving away value, giving away information, giving away my life to people and not asking for anything for in free. return. Right at all right it was just like give 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 um gary vinichek had a book called uh is it uh jab jab jab, jab right hook, right hook or some shit like that. one of those yeah. hands right or left yeah anyway, yeah, 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 jab, yeah jab jab right hook jab 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 right hook free value free value free value yeah. Sa- a pitch a sale you know yeah. So. yeah but i'm a i'm a hood nigga you know yeah. i don't know anything about digital marketing i don't know yeah. anything about how to build funnels or yeah. any of that stuff yeah. right so Back, yeah. at, the, at, this, at this time it's like okay i'm just making content and I'm later on, I'm figuring out, okay, I, I, I was getting coaching clients at the time, but that was it. I mean, but there was only but so many coaching clients that me and my shorty can take on. And hours in a day. Yeah, yeah, a, a, absolutely. So, but um, eventually the pieces started coming together and I started building a team, which is way later down the line. I'm actually just really starting that maybe within the last year, year and a half, where wow. I started building out my team. Shout to William. Yeah, yeah, my man, my man Willie, man, has been a pivotal piece for sure. Shout out to Kadeem. He, he's helping us with the production right now. And I'm blessed, bro. You got the squad in the studio. Yeah, for sure. Squad. Man. For sure, for sure. So so I've I've been blessed, man. I've I've attracted and I've aligned myself with 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 people who have supported me and who have taught me some things that are now 
putting me in a, in a way better position. You feel me? Like I'm in a way better position now, man, but I've learned so much over the years and, and, and the part where I was just giving, man, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back and undo that part. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I think I have this amazing bond with my, with my audience. They yeah. trust me. Bam. They know my heart, bro. They know why I'm here. They know I'm not here to just take money from them. They know I'm here because I care and I want to see. I, listen, bro, I, I crawled out of that dark hole. And now YouTube is me throwing the rope down. I want to mm -hmm. throw the rope down, bro, and pull people up. That's it. That's now what look, I'm trying to do on YouTube. If you gave up back then when you were down and out, Think, think of how many lives you would never have touched yeah, I know. if you gave up. Yeah, That's man. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm appreciative. Super grateful, That's bro. That's fucking deep, man. He, I, I, dug, I came out of the dark hole and threw a rope back down. He's adding so much value, bro, that like people say, you know what? Damn, I could do it too. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. Someone called me a hope dealer the other day. <laughs> I thought that was dope. You went from yeah. a dope dealer to a hope dealer. dealer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, man, that's that's fucking fantastic. So, so, so um, Briggs, what is your fitness uh, routine, man? Because obviously you're in shape, bro. Like, yeah. what do you do on a day to day basis to actually, bro? I switch it up a lot. I'm not married to one modality mm -hmm. and and I like to keep things interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, I like variety. So right now, you know, I'm doing because I, I was I was working with Chris Jones. Right. I hired Chris Jones as my coach recently. Shout out to Chris Jones. Because man. I'm a big advocate for for people hiring coaches, yeah. right? And I Mentors. practice what I preach. You feel what I'm saying? Chris knows a lot more about bodybuilding than I do. Mm -hmm. And so just to show my audience that, yo, listen, I'm not just telling y'all to hire coaches. I hire coaches too. I have business coaches. I have financial coaches. I hired a fitness coach, even though I'm a certified personal trainer. I think that's a huge misconception people don't understand is that the, the top athletes, top bodybuilders have a coach every single time because it takes so much mental uh, drain to create your own routines, create your mm -hmm. own calories, figure out all that stuff. If you just have a coach that tells you, just do this, do that, you follow a plan, mm -hmm. and you just focus on doing the work versus creating the out uh, the outline to do the work, it goes, anyone that's an Olympia winner, they had a coach. Anyone that's, uh, you know, <clears throat> that's an athlete, whatever it is, a high-level athlete, they always have a mentor and or a coach to some degree, even if they're really good themselves because mm -hmm. you don't want to waste mental energy on creating the plan. And yep, also, you, know? you don't know everything. Think about this, right? Facts, yeah. You might know a certain level, and then you plateau, then what's next? But your mentor or coach, they know way more than you. They can bring it to like you know the, the, the next, next level. level. So it's powerful, man. For so, sure. Um, I guess since you mentioned mentioned Chris, man. Uh, for those of you guys, the guys that don't know, he's mentioning Chris Jones from Physiques of Greatness, aka Pump Chasers, <laughs> YouTube uh, fitness OG, who I for am sure. a fan of. I respect his That's his content, guy. man. I've been watching him since like 2012, 2013. For the OG fitness YouTubers out there, you guys already know. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know the ghetto spatula days, all all that other stuff. Um, what was it like? Uh, when did you meet him, and what was that like working with him? So I flew out to Dallas, uh, I think it was about six weeks ago um, for the first time. And that was the first time I met Chris, right? And this, I, I met Chris by purchasing a coaching package. That's how I initiated the relationship. Mm. I wanted to link up with Chris. I said, okay, let me support Chris. Let me put, let me put some money in his pocket because I feel like that's how you do it. You know yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, and when I flew into Dallas, I linked up with him. It was love, bro. He 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 is a genuine dude. Chris is a real one. Chris is a Chris is a real one. You know, he took good care of us while we were there. Uh, he he made the experience and the trip amazing, bro. So shout out to Chris Jones, man. That's my dude for sure. Yeah, and I think that's why he was able to build such a loyal audience because people were him from the beginning. I remember he had a very uh, uh, he had a similar come up where like you know he was also doing the personal training thing, broke, couldn't afford mm -hmm. stuff. You know, recording on on a cell phone just to start out. You know. 
Um, and then he just worked his way up and we all saw the the grind. And I remember watching him like come up and it was it was really uh satisfying to see. Yeah. Um so and you did an interview with him, yeah, right? Because yeah. I actually I actually found your channel through him. And then I saw that you had done an interview. What was that podcast like? Because he talked about things he's yeah. never talked about before. That was actually his fr very first podcast interview. He had oh, wow. never done a podcast oh, interview. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was just a real-ass conversation between two real ones. You feel me? And that's the energy that I wanted to capture in that interview, man. Because he, Chris Chris had been going through some adversity, man. Like the whole situation with him and Denise. Yeah. And right. he, had, he had some demons that he was wrestling with. Mm -hmm. And... We had a real ass conversation about that, and I and I can relate because as you guys you know heard from my story, I know what it's like to you know wrestle with those demons, man. So yeah, yeah it was a it was a dope, it was a refreshing conversation, man. And I and I feel like it was important for people to feel that energy. And and I'll tell you this, man. One thing that was crazy was that I didn't know that he had been in prison multiple times. Mm. I didn't know that. That was the first time he had ever spoken about spoken about it on the public in the public. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, he never he never talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah. It, so it on was like the exclusive. outside, you know, he was he was fairly clean. You know, you, you know, you knew that he had dealt with some adversity, but you didn't know to the level. And then uh, I know his boy uh Sock came out mm -hmm. and that's like one of my favorite videos. His boy did a bunch of time in prison, guys. For some of you guys that don't know, go, go check out his channel, Pump Chasers. His boy came out of prison and, and he bought him a, a, him a, a Corvette. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And when he came home. Got him a Corvette, put him on the put him on the team, got him clothes, all that, man. And I was like, damn. Yeah, he a real one, man. This is a real one. You know, his childhood friend that's spent quite a bit of time. So, um, okay, so I'll read some of these real quick. Um, okay, we got a uh, Sudi Tutti. Seeing a light, uh, seeing light despite the dark cloud of mental health shadow. Love to hear. Almost took my life in high school before. Tough life would never get better. After um, taking back seriously. I'm track, just, sorry, uh, Chris. I can't see it. After taking uh, taking track seriously, I'm about to graduate uni with a six figure job and mm -hmm. being nationally ranked in 200 meters. Yo, awesome. that's Good what's up, up bro. to you, bro. And that's job, what's man. up, man. Salute. Don't give up, guys. Salute. Um, and then uh, that Thrano, uh, always here, just checking in, gang. Ten dollars. Appreciate that, man. Um, so I'm curious, man. So obviously, you know, you had that crazy transformation. You were definitely out of shape. Now you're in shape. How has been for you dating mm. then versus now? <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's a good question man it's definitely different right I, that's the obvious thing um to be honest i never had trouble getting women right that was that was never really one of my struggles and i'm appreciative of that um but the type of women that i'm involved with right post weight loss is totally different mm -hmm. right yeah. the caliber of woman the, the, the type of woman that i attract is different but um I'm the same dude, bro. Like, it, because my personality was the thing back then. And it's still, I mean, the, the aesthetic is, is a bonus, right? But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's totally different, man. But I'm also in this season when I got, when I got fit, I felt I was focusing on building my business. Mm. So I wasn't doing a bunch of dating, bro. Like to be honest, you know, I'm not, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, but most of my life, 90% of my life is focused on family and, and, and building my business. So yeah, right. as yeah. it should be, you're yeah. focused. Women are a waste of time. We say on so all the <laughs> waste time, of energy, was, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Like I, I, I actually just came off of um well, I'm actually 96 days um in monk mode, right? Oh shit. Okay. No orgasms, no television, no alcohol. So the goal was to do 90 days. So 90 days just passed maybe like five days ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. You know what's funny? Every guy we know that's successful, 
has made a way for themselves, took time off for girls, bro. This oh, yeah. Maybe six yeah. months, a year, two years. But in that period of time, they transform into something even greater. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, it was one of the best things I've ever done for myself. Yeah. It, it, it's, and this is kind of like the, the catch 22. Like, I've always noticed when I'm getting the most girls, I'm like slacking the most with work mm-hmm. and making the least money. But when I'm making the most money and being the most successful, I got the least girls. And it's, it's very difficult to ba- to balance both men because unfortunately, like dealing with women takes a lot of time, bro. Bro, spinning plates? Yeah. It it takes a lot of energy, a bro, lot of time. Bro. It's crazy. I don't know how people are productive, especially entrepreneurs. How are you an entrepreneur and spinning plates? I don't know how you do it. I don't, I bro, was... when I was broke, it's three to five a day. Yeah. Now I was maybe one, if that much. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy, bro. I don't even I'm like I don't know anyone that's like spinning crazy plates, smashing a bunch of chicks and super still so successful. successful. Nah, like no most of the guys I know that are like killing it, they either have a steady girlfriend or like one or two steady girls, whatever it is, but they're like prioritizing the work first. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, guys think like, yeah, I want all these girls, bro. No, you don't. It's a freaking no. headache. Yeah. No, it's a headache, bro. No, 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 no. I, then with just one could be a headache. Hell yeah. Three or four. Yeah. And here's the other thing too. We and we talked about this uh yesterday with you know running uh you know sugar game, you know, so you don't have to end up tricking for girls. The thing is is you got to use so many different facets to source the girls. You got to use online dating, sugar sites, Instagram, In cold approach, day, night, social uh social circle so game. Lot all this other stuff. And it's like, like you're using all these methods. It takes time. And then on top of that, you got to whittle down these leads to which girls want to smash you. So it's like, I'm not telling you guys not to go ahead and pursue girls. But what I am saying is that be aware that it's going to take a significant amount of your time. So I agree taking a monk mode period of time to really focus on yourself, Mm -hmm. whatever. So you can build that foundation, then get back out there. That's one thing, but, and then it's super easy, man. Yeah. Your, 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 your energy switches when you're not in, you're in the mode where you're like seeking women, seeking women, bro. Listen, like since I've started monk mode, when I walk into a room, you feel, you feel the you eyes, feel bro. It. You feel the attention, right? Women, more women than ever in my life are starting conversations with me in the gym or, or in the bookstore or whatever the case may be, bro. It's, it's just cause my energy is, is different when I'm in this headspace, bro. What got you into, um, RP content? Like this type yeah. of content. The sector of the internet. How'd you find huh. this type of content? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting story. So, so I've been a guy, man, um, who've been blessed with always having what I like to call the three to five percentile type of woman in my life. Okay, mm. I've always attracted queens, bro. Okay, they're very far and few in between. Let's be very <laughs> clear, yeah, right? Yeah, they're rare. They're very, very, very rare. The holographic Charizard, yes, or yeah. cement three Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But I've I've typically always had those very supportive, um, strong women in my life mm-hmm. until I didn't, <laughs> until I didn't, until I ran into one who, and, and let me not make this sound like I'm trying to attack her character because she's an amazing woman as well, but she was a feminist, right? And Uh-oh. Yeah. And a self-proclaimed feminist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, the, the feminist who wore a feminist chain, who probably at this point has a feminist tattoo. Right. Damn. Heavy on the feminist vibes. Right. At the time, bro, I'm green about the whole thing. This is not your baby's mother, right? No, so, so no, 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 no. Clarify no. for the people. No, no, no. Around no. what time were you dating this chick? This was this was L.A., Re- Virginia, New York. Recently, nah, right? I, yeah, yeah. Recently, oh. within the last two years. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, all yeah. Right. Within the last two years, because okay. mind you, guys, we spoke about this yesterday. I had a hundred bodies before I even thought knew what game was okay yeah. you feel what i'm saying yeah. like i didn't think anything you about na- that you were natural yeah i like guess you, yeah. i guess that's what they call it right yeah. so so i met her 
she was a hardcore feminist and it was a wake-up call for me bro oh. it was a wake-up call for me because mind you i didn't know what feminist was i, I looked it up matter of fact she she showed me right <laughs> yeah. she goes uh, that this means you believe in equality for for men and women. I'm like, oh shit, that sounds cool. Yeah, <laughs> go feminism, right? I didn't know shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know anything, right? She got you with the with it's the like, fucking Pennywise joke. Like, hey, feminism, it's all about equality, Georgie. Exactly. Come on in. It's like. <laughs> I'm learning something new. This is awesome. Yeah. No, it's not. In that fucking sword. Oh shit. <laughs> so <laughs> pretty much, pretty much that what happened, right? So let's let's fast forward the details of that, right? Yeah. That situation ends, and I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck was that? How long did it last? It was about seven months. Oh damn. damn. Tolerated for that long? Yeah, bro. Yo. Yeah, it was about it was about seven months, and after that, I'm like, yo. Fuck women. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yo, I'm, I'm done, bro. Like, I'm done. And 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 that's when I discovered your content. That's when I, I, I discovered AMS. That's when I discovered all these dudes. And I'm like, holy shit. Where, why didn't I know this stuff? Shout out to Alpha, Alpha Male Strategies, Shout out to man. AMS, man. Yo, like, Alpha Male Strategies, guys, he a real, a real one, bro. One. He, he, he contacted us multiple times. multiple times during this whole thing, bro. And he, you know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, guys. Just fuck the drama. Keep making the content that people love. Straight up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So shout Good out to AMS, man. Shout you guys didn't see him on the show soon, man. So shout out to, to the OG, man. And we're going to uh, Atlanta soon as well. And we will be going to Atlanta as well, guys. Yeah. So check that. Stay tuned for that. But uh, okay, so so AMS, us. Uh, do you watch anyone else in this corner of the internet as well? Or I mean, yeah, yeah. So at that time, I was I was consuming it all, bro. Rich, okay. Rich, Co Rich Cooper. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty much who I, you know, who I was who I was consuming you got okay. you because you you would do these you would be a part of these like panels yeah uh, you know Rolo Tomasi, yeah Rolo, yeah Rolo I was Rolo Tomasi. yeah and I, Rolo. I, I read his book okay during that time the right rational the male. rational male yeah, yeah. rational male was definitely an eye-opening uh read for me and yeah and that's kind of how I, I discovered you know, the he RP connected world. a lot of dots for me you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying like because I had read the mystery method and like that established like why um using uh you know pickup and everything makes you attractive but I didn't know like the biological hardwiring to a deep degree of why women do the things that they do. Mm -hmm. And Rolo like breaks it down in his book. Guys, if you don't have it already, man, at this point, all y'all should have read the Rational Mill if you're watching this podcast. I didn't, I didn't bought that book for at least 20 people. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. 20 dudes. Mm -hmm. like, I, I, it's a great book. Yeah. I think all men should read it for sure. Yeah. It's like listen, a guidebook to understand women. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Listen to an Audible, guys. If you hate reading like me personally, I, I ain't going to lie. I hate reading, but I listen to a book on Audible. You how, know? how tall is Bricks? Uh, I'm 6'1". I know they're probably gonna want your stats. Six one. How much do you weigh now? Uh, I'm about two ten right now. Yep. yep. Are, you, are you also a natty? One hundred percent. One hundred percent natty for the people out there because I know that Natural. question is gonna come up. Yo, Natural. are you natty, bro? Um, and All then we natty. got. Uh, so I'll read these up real quick. Uh, Rise, uh, Re Superstar, um, uh, Superstar. Shout out to Bricks Fitness. I discovered him through the Just Another Podcast. So shout out to Deem in the studio. Thank Kadeem, you so much, what up, bro. Kadeem? All right, my man Kadeem in here. Uh, and then we got a big one hundred. Our super chat from our boy Daniel, Daniel Rivera. Rivera, bro. Thank you. <laughs> Nice to see you guys having Bricks Fitness telling his inspirational story. This is very important for the audience. You guys definitely need more guests like this. Reach out to David Goggins. It'll inspire the Fresh Fit fam to get in shape. Absolutely. Hold on. You made a video about David Yeah, Goggins. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that I think people definitely misunderstood yeah. the video, right? It, it, we could talk about Go, that no, if you let's want. Let's do it. Clarify it. All right. Yeah. All right. So, so here's the thing, bro. When I was fat, I remember coming across certain content that would make me feel like I wasn't doing enough in the gym. Uh -huh. 
You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, and 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 that's that's pretty much all out because that content isn't for everyone. Yeah, it's not. Right? It's not for everyone. If you're in this place where you don't have a good relationship with exercise, you're 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 in the courting stages of exercise. I don't think having that go hard, go home mentality serves that person. You can't force it. No, you can't. You, because you can hurt yourself. You exactly. And that's all I was pretty much saying in that right. video. I love David Goggins. For people like me, I need somebody yelling at me like like David Goggins. I can handle it. I got the mental toughness, right? But a lot of a lot of people, a lot of men, they they're, they're not there yet. And that's pretty much all, all I was trying to say with that video. It's funny. My trainer now, Jose, right? He's like, yo, you can go in the gym and go hard. But the thing is, you need the foundations first. Because if you go too hard in the beginning, what's going to happen is you may hurt yourself or you don't learn the fundamentals you need from the very beginning. And then and think about it like this, too, Fresh. If you right now aren't consistent in the gym, if you start going to the gym now mm-hmm. and you're and you're doing 100 burpees and and the experience is this like gut wrenching, you're not having fun. It's like whenever you think about going back, going back to the gym, you get this pit in your stomach. Yeah. You think that's going to help you be consistent? Nah, absolutely not. And it, you don't need to do that in order to lose weight or, or, or whatever. Right. I, I think people need to have this courting process with the experience of exercise, mm-hmm. right? Where you do things that are, are going to allow you to build a bond with the experience. And initially that is, and this is why my, my, my motto is consistency over intensity. You don't want to, you don't want to prioritize Big intensity. Facts. You can't go hard in the beginning, build the foundation, build the relationship with the experience and then add the intensity later. Damn, that's powerful. Consistency plus time equals success. Yes, sir. It's like the tried and true principle, whether it's and you can apply that to anything. Exactly. One hundred percent. Because I think one of the biggest things, because as a fitness guy as well, I think one of the biggest mistakes guys make when they first start out. And and you mentioned it earlier is they go way too hard in the beginning. They put themselves on a thousand calorie diet. They don't eat carbs anymore. They don't they, they drink a little bit of water. They go to the gym three times per day. They do it for seven days a week. And when you do that, what you're basically doing is you're quickly going to burn out and then you're not going to be able to sustain it. I always say a sustainable plan, whether it's diet, training, whatever it is, is far better than an optimized one. So even if the optimization is down a bit, I like that. I'd rather you go Mm. to the gym more consistently because consistency beats everything else. Every time. So so yeah, man. Um, So can you tell us a little bit about your current training split right now? What are you doing as far as like, are you uh, predominantly just focusing on bodybuilding? I know you Mm. mentioned that you talked with Chris, are you trying to compete? Yeah, yeah, no. So I'm not gonna compete. Um, I like to do different modalities because I just like I like pushing myself mentally, mm-hmm. right? Right. So Chris had me on this crazy high volume yeah. program, bro. Like 50 sets of workout. Bro, shit. Yeah. I'm in the gym for two hours yeah. every day, and yeah. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is this? This yeah. is crazy. Damn. So, 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 so I, I've been doing more. You know, like I'll do a push pull day. I do. Uh, I, I so I switch it up, right? So. Sometimes I'll I'll do a chest day on Monday, right? We 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 know that, right? Chest, chest, chest day, day chest Monday. day Monday, right? Like they never. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> um, but no, nah, but for real, like I said, guys, I don't since I stopped working with Chris, I stopped working with Chris two weeks ago. Okay. I, I've been I'm in this period right now where I go in and I just do whatever I feel. Mix it up. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. You so you were working with him when you were on monk mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. So, okay. So I came so out you're of that. Really focused. Yeah. So so right now it's just like, yo, how am I feeling? Like Right now, I'm doing like I do a push, pull, legs, push, pull, legs. That's pretty much the split right that's, now. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, guys, and I, I talked about this on. We have I have a fitness playlist, guys. Like, 
all the studies show, shout out to Brad Schoenfeld, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you want to always work a muscle group at least two times per week at this mm. point. You know, the, the mm. split body parts, like, you know, one body part a day. That was cool back in the day. But like if you're a natural athlete, like like mm-hmm. us, for example, mm-hmm. frequency is your friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like sure. sparing out that volume. Uh, what, what advice would you give to somebody to start YouTube to mm. be successful? For one, I think you have to identify what it is about you and what you're offering that is unique in the space. And really double down on that. Focus on consistency, right? We spoke about consistency. Consistency yeah. is super important. Uh, also, pay attention to what people are, like how people, it, a lot of it is experimenting in the beginning, right? Because I get a lot of creators who ask me, like, how do I get started? Don't overthink it, right? Don't try to have the best production. Just yeah, go. Just hit record. Just, do it. Just go and post. It's going to be cringy. You're going to hate probably the whole first year of your of, of your content you're probably going to hate it so just expect that and 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 figure out like i said what what is unique and and really make it about serving people right in some way or, or you know shape or form yeah. make sure that you are doing this for them right because people feel your energy right people know they feel that y'all are trying to make men better Right. They resonate with your stories. Right. They resonate with who you are, like your, your identities and your past. They, they, they feel that. So so just be genuine. Be be genuine, man. That's that's definitely a piece of advice I would give. And then uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, last one here. So becoming successful now is kind of similar. But like, what is this to like a young guy saying, you know what, how to become like bricks and be successful in my own right? Mm. I mean, everyone has their own definition of success. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So if we're talking about financial success or like what type of success are we talking about? In terms here? Of like, let's say, for example, they want to be an engineer. They want to be a software developer. They want to be into fitness. What's one thing that they need to focus on? You would say from, from your experience. All right. For them to know themselves, mm-hmm. right? Focus on really getting to know yourself. I feel like that's a foundation that you can, you, you can, if you don't know who you are and your purpose, right? That word gets thrown around a lot, but figure out what your purpose is and then what are your natural abilities, right? Sometimes your natural abilities aren't the things that you may want to do, mm. right? So sometimes, you know, if, for, for me, like I have good genetics. I'm not even going to lie. I, I definitely have good genetics. And that, that's one of the signs for me that fitness is a part of my purpose, right? Go. Because Good I have, look at it. I like that. You feel what I'm saying? God given gift. Yeah. 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 So, so th- those are some pieces of advice, man. Get to know yourself, figure out wh- why were you created? What are you here for? Like, what's, what's the unique, what's unique about you that, that there's value for you to give to the world and, and find a way to, to do that genuinely. Bam. I would say this, maximize your gifts, mitigate your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are some guys that y'all just got a low metabolic capacity. You can't eat 3000 calories. You can't lose weight on 3000 calories. You need to be eating 2000, whatever it is. But you can know that and then just adjust your diet accordingly. Have very voluminous foods that fill you up, you know, your lean meats, your vegetables, your fruits, et cetera, and work around it. So my man says vol- vol- voluminous. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's very vocabulary is popping. Because yep. I did, uh, I, I did <laughs> something similar where, I mean, I, I, uh, so I got fat on purpose in 2015 and then I lost the weight in 2016. And what I did was, and me and you were chopping it up about this, like I, you know, I lost the weight in about seven months, but I did it through like meticulously tracking my calories. And what I learned about myself was when I started getting into lower uh, body fat levels, like I I needed to cut my calories. Like I was Mm. in around 2000, which is extremely low for me. So I was like, damn, okay, how am I going to 
uh, maintain this without and uh, maintain my sanity. So I just was eating like you know the rice cakes, the kale, the spinach, eating uh, dry ass chicken, dry ass fish. You know all these low calorie foods that I used to uh, eat those yogurts. Um, the the eighty calorie joints. You know what I'm talking about? The uh, the light and fit, light Dana, and fit Dana yeah, Dana joints. joints. Yeah, you know, what I'm yeah. Saying? Uh, you know I was eating strawberries, blueberries, blackberries because I know that they're low in calories. So like I just ate these foods so I could feel more full. High volume, low calorie foods. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Very, yeah. That voluminous. So yeah, uh, that's that's how I was able to get around that deficiency because once you get to certain body fat levels, it's like bro, you can't eat like you wanted. You know. So. But here's the thing. That's the key, right? I've I, I never heard the word voluminous, right? But high vo- high volume, which, okay, now it's making sense in my yeah, head, yeah. right? High volume, low-calorie foods. Because here's the thing. If you're trying to lose weight, you should never be hungry. If you th- Because a lot of... I used to think that. Like, well, I can you tell the people that one more time? Because that's actually very important. Like, If you're trying to lose weight, you should never be hungry. You, you never have to be hungry. Yeah. If you find yourself hungry for a normal guy, you stepping on stage, that's one thing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's but, different. But like right? we're talking about for the general population. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. yeah. If you find yourself getting hungry, you're vulnerable. You're vulnerable at that point because that's when Facts. nature kicks in and you find yourself in the drive-thru, right? But there's no excuse, <laughs> like you said, those voluminous foods, right? Yeah. I'm gonna add that one to my repertoire. <laughs> I'm gonna add that one. Um, allows you to stay satiated, right? You can eat. Bam. You can you can eat a lot of food because here's the thing, um, clean foods, pickles, water, more right, <laughs> cleaner foods. You can eat. I've had clients tell me, bro, I, it's hard for me to hit the calories that you're telling me to eat because they're eating cleaner foods, right? Yeah. It's not as calorie dense, bro. I'm never hungry, bro. People would be yo, people would be so surprised if they see how much food I actually eat, and that is the key. Is the key is is eating the right types of food and staying satiated. Yeah, always. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, bro. That hit home because, like, for example, right? March, I'll be eating, you know, throughout the day. Like five, five, five p.m. comes around, right? I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna eat because it's late. It's late, right? And then I like two in the morning. I'm starving, oh, bro. Yeah, bad Drive move. Through. I'm like, damn. Yeah, yeah, bad move. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that is ex- is exactly the point, bro. You don't want to get to that place because then you make bad decisions. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I mean, um. Yeah, is it, that's just so important. So, um, so when you were losing the weight, were you religiously tracking your calories? One hundred percent. Bam, that's tough. One hundred percent. What do you it, say all the time? Yo, if it what doesn't get measured doesn't get managed, guys. Like, you <laughs> know, you bars. don't, you can't drive somewhere you've never been before without the GPS on. Because even if you do arrive at your destination, guess what? You're going to be out of gas. Car's going to be fucked up. High mileage for no reason. You're going to be stressed. Yeah. Whereas if you had the GPS on, aka a coach, a mentor, whatever it is, you'll get there faster quicker with less stress so guys if there's one tip i would say and i'm sure bricks could double down on this if you want to lose weight you need to know every morsel of food that goes into your fucking mouth i don't care what diet you're on whether it's intermittent fasting uh keto paleo whatever it is you need to track your calories guys because a calorie deficit is a non-negotiable requirement to lose weight man i can't believe so many guys in the fitness industry try to like skirt it like calorie deficit doesn't matter like i mean what's your take on that no 100 it's the only thing that matters not yeah. the, not i mean i say the only thing but it's the most important factor in in fat loss is a calorie deficit right there's a difference between eating for health and eating for fat loss mm, there's I like a, that distinction that's facts that's there's facts. there's a big difference and and what you want to do is find yourself in the middle bam Mm, couldn't have said that better myself, man. Yeah. Because sure. you could put yourself in a calorie deficit and eat McDonald's every day. There's actually a study mm-hmm. done that did that where they ate McDonald's every day, really low quality food, 
and but they put themselves in a calorie deficit and they still lost the weight and uh, it, you know insulin levels went down everything else like that so they still had better health markers from losing the weight but the people felt like shit satiation was down mm. so, i did an experiment myself like oh, okay that, yeah, tell where us. i ate nothing but fruity pebbles and pop tarts <laughs> what nothing but fruity pebbles and pop tarts and, and i made sure i was in a calorie deficit damn. and i still lost body fat damn yeah straight up so um how, how long did you do that that's actually interesting that i did, did it, it for two weeks you did it for two weeks for two weeks and then how did you feel those that two weeks i felt like shit <laughs> i'm not gonna lie I definitely felt like shit, but the scale went down. Like, yeah. I, I lost six pounds in that two weeks. Did your training suffer as well? Yeah. yeah. My energy levels were were down, and yeah. I just felt shitty, yeah. but it was an experiment. And, that, and that's the sort that of thing. Point. But that's the sort of thing that I did during my weight loss journey, bro. I did a bunch of experiments, yeah, and right. that's why I know my body. I know my body like the back of my hand, bro. I mean, mm. excuse the pun there, but it's – and when you get to know your body on that level, it's so easy to manage your, your body fat percentage. It's so easy to manage your weight when you know what you can and can't get away with. Yeah, right. facts. And, and it takes a lot of experimenting to discover those things. Yeah, and, you know, that, that's fantastic because, like, people try to say, oh, well, I'm just going to, you know, eat this diet and it's going to help me lose weight or whatever. But the cold hard truth is, is you know, if you eat, let's say, 2,000 calories to your calorie deficit. I tell this to my clients all the time. 2,000 calories from a lean healthy diet that's micronutrient dense, your vegetables, your fruits, whatever, and then 2,000 calories from Pop-Tarts, chicken, you know, fried chicken, et cetera, mm -hmm. you're going to lose weight at almost an identical rate. Mm -hmm. But the key is there's many ways to skin a cat. It's about skinning the cat in the most efficient way yep. that's most sustainable for you. Yep. We talked about that before. Like if you got to add in a cheat meal once a, once a week or whatever it is to keep you on the train mm -hmm. and, you know, you might inadvertently spill over a few calories once a week, that's better than going completely off the rails and going crazy. Yeah, yeah. so – and, yeah. and if it fits your macros, right? Learning how Damn. to track my macros was the key because, thank you, mm -hmm. I, I was able to have more balance in my diet, bro. Like I, I ate a cookie, two cookies every day. I made sure I treat myself to something every day to keep my sanity. Bam. I needed it for sure. So, yeah, it can be done. You can eat the foods you love in moderation mm -hmm. and moderation isn't for everyone. Yep. Some people can't handle moderation. Some people yeah. can't, yeah. Yeah, but I think most people would it would serve them to have moderation to have those little treats every day or every other day yeah. while they're losing weight. Just like we said, guys, as long as it's measured, you can get manage, manage it, it, man. Yeah. What and get measured gets managed. Yeah. Absolutely. Willie says that all and the time. And one last thing I'll say too for the guys out there give you all some free game is you know, if you, let's say you go over and eat too much one day, right? You ate 200 calories over that you should have. Just subtract the 200 from the next day. Bingo. Next day. Hit the hit the bingo game. Yeah, yeah, I got you, man. There you go. It's weekly calories, guys, that yes. you need to control. Like a good day leads to a good week, a good week leads to a good month, a good month leads to a good couple months and a good couple months leads to a good year, guys. So if Love you're it. consistently successful, you might fall off once or twice. You can still get back on the train because it's overall. Your body works 24-7, guys, all the time. So if you're consistently in a calorie deficit, day-to-day -day is not that big a deal. Just fix it the next day. All right, real quick. Super chats real quick. Okay. Uh, so. Wait, hold on. Okay. Tio Waff, man. Tio Waff. Uh, uh, Cat 8, number one podcast in the world. Shout out to the mods. Thank you so much, man. Thanks, and, bro. yo, shout out to the fucking mods in the chat. <laughs> Y'all are seriously making stuff. Happen! Thank you guys so much, man. Then, We're gonna keep it positive out here. On, keep giving you guys this we content. Nick Billy as well, uh, if you don't mind. Okay, been here since 6K. Damn, you changed my life. Listen to what these guys say. Thank you so wow. much, Nick. I appreciate it's it, man. Day, man. Real one, man. Uh, and then we got Theo Wap lost over 50 pounds on Myron's exercise app so far. Gonna use Bricks's materials also. Materials also high value men produce value and results. Love the haters. Thank you so much, Theo. I appreciate Thanks, that, man. 
I paid him two thousand dollars to say that, guys. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Mosh XD twenty dollars. NGL member, how fit uh, I was when I was in uh, AIT. Uh, AIT. Okay, trying to get back into shape and go back to running two miles in fourteen minutes. Fourteen minutes, but it's tough. Slowly getting back into consistent, going to the gym and working out. Thank nice. you. Uh, Salah Aminu, uh, I guess so many guys are conditional supporters, like they say, conditional submission. Hey, man, it's all good, bro. Five dollars all the way from Great Brand. Thank you. As long as we got the real ones here, that's what matters. Yep. Johnny H, shout out uh, Fresh and Myron. Big ups to the mods out here in the trenches. The snakes are purging themselves. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, man, it is what it is, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh, when you make good content, it, you just it is what it is. You're going to bulldoze through it. So, um, And then discipline and consistency is key. Good advice from guests. Keep going fresh and fit. Absolutely, man. We yep. walk it like we talk it. Man- Manosphere Paradigm. Thank you so much. So, Briggs, where can the people find you, man? So I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. All of the social media platforms and YouTube as well. At Bricks Fitness. B-R-I-X Fitness. You can see it on the screen right here. There you go. Yep, yeah, there yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah. Bang. No doubt, no doubt. So, yeah. Hit me up, man. And I love one of the things I think... One of the reasons why I have such a, a good um, relationship with my audience, I do a lot of engaging, bro. Like, I love talking to the people. And um, so if you're watching right now and, you, and you're going to be consuming my content, make sure you hit me up so so we can chat. Damn. So guys, guys, that was that was one of, that was an awesome interview, man. Thank you for coming yeah. on the show. My man, I appreciate the that opportunity. Was, that was good, good energy, man. Yeah, no, for absolutely, sure. man. But, Keeping it positive. Yo, that was the first time I shook someone's hand in a long time, bro. We always just... Oh, really? it is, yeah, just, yeah, that, that was, that was, that was mad formal. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was an official interview, man. I had to show the love. So uh, at 7.15, 7 p.m., we're going to do a show on the OnlyFans uh, controversy. Talking yeah, now, with a couple of girls uh, that we know. You know, sexy content. So. Yeah. And then tonight, we'll have a show with the ladies with uh, Bricks as well. Yep. Yes, sir. So, so uh, yeah, guys, check us out. We'll be back on like 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the Grind Don't Stop, three videos today, guys. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. We're going to keep pushing out this content. Thank you guys so much for the support. Don't forget to. One last one. Monarchs one like or dislike the video, whatever bucks. you want to do, it's fine. Hey, Marion, that whole day I wanted to fit for you, man. Sorry, fight for you, man. How can I come up to your podcast, the people's podcast? You can say I'm taking Myron. I think it means, uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 fine. That I mean, like I said, we uh, you win by success, guys. That's how you win. All right. So, uh, with that said, guys, thank you so much for the support. We'll catch you guys back here uh, in a little bit, a little man. Bit. We're gonna Peace. set up for the next show. Peace.